0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Avoiding Entropy. I'm your host, Tumultuous. And I know I haven't posted in a couple of days, or maybe even weeks. But, uh... I've been busy. (laughs) I'm going to touch a little bit on something I learned just today. Try to keep it as fresh as possible. Pardon the other noise. Um, There's been a study. Well, first of all, let's back up a little bit. What is the essence of life, in your opinion? Is it blood? Is it the heart that beats the blood pumps, the blood through your veins? Is it the love that you share with your family, friends, perhaps even yourself? Is it the music that you listen to? Listen to? is it the colors that you see the sense that you smell what is in your opinion the essence of life perhaps it's all of those things but to me and to most people that understand the question they know the answer to be water water is the essence of life We, our bodies, are composed mostly of water. So is the planet that we inhabit. The air that we breathe has the same components that water does in in it. So what is it about water that makes it so powerful? Well, like Bruce Lee said, water can crash, water can flow, be like water. When you put the water in a cup, it becomes the cup water in a glass it becomes the glass there's been a study that I just learned about today I'm not sure exactly how old it is it's a Japanese professor of pseudoscience so they call it but (laughs) quantum physics was pseudoscience at one point so was regular physics by the way or everyone gets mocked until they're proven right usually by themselves you want something done right, you're to do it yourself. The study that was conducted was by a Japanese professor who believes and now has proven that water has properties beyond our knowledge. What he did was he took droplets of water, froze them, and then looked at them through a microscope with special attachments to it to illuminate articles. The findings that he had were uh, extraordinary. Unbelievable. I had to reread the article like four times, just to wrap my head around the fact that how can this be possible? And how the hell, pardon my French, have we not known about this before? Basically, water is alive. And not the paramecium or amoeba or the other single cell organisms that inhabit the water. It itself is alive. It has properties that, much like the physical world, now that we're learning, can be altered just by our intervention or our focus. So can water. One of the first pictures you see looks like a snowflake and it's just a crystallized droplet of water that's been frozen. In the center you see a perfect hexagon, which looks artificial already, because it's hard still to to grasp the concept that hexagons are favored in nature, but it's true, they really are. Pineapples, turtles, giraffes, bubbles even, when taken the right angle all have hex- hexagonal shapes so what this man did was he took water that was contaminated water that was pure water from a glacier water from a spring one of the last pure springs in Japan and he took pictures of them and then he started performing tests he took water and he put it between two speakers and had the speakers play on Beethoven and heavy metal for a second the healing music brought back contaminated water back to normal state when a buddhist monk prayed over said a prayer over a contaminated water molecule it went back reversed the contamination and the molecular structure went back to closer to that of pure water not completely but definitely not as bad as it was now the photographs look a little fishy in that the contaminated waters looks yellow, could have been a filter, but the structure cannot be altered with. And that's clear as day. Another experiment was done, was with rice. A man took three cups of rice, filled it with water equally. And to every cup he said a different thing. To the first cup he said, thank you. And he meant it, which is very, very important. The intent behind your words is what makes the words truly powerful. The second one, he said, you're an idiot, I hate you. And the third one he simply ignored. The one he showed gratitude and love, affection to, started fermenting the rice and gave this like sweet smell aroma. The one that he neglected or said, Bad things too, like you're an idiot, and I want to kill you as funny as it seems. Turned black and began to just I don't know, deconstruct, if you will. And the one you ignored just start, started to rot and mold. Same water, same room. He didn't move the cups, but the air can't be that different between the three experiment for myself to see how true it is. But as far as I'm concerned, the first study that I speak of is pretty accurate. Now your intentions behind your words, what you truly mean when you say things, is the power, meaning when you cast a spell. Back in the day, Merlin, Warlocks, Wizards, when you did magic, it wasn't just the incantation. It wasn't just the abracadabra. It was the intention behind it. You really had to mean the spell for it to take effect. Now, I could look at a piece of foil that's balanced on a pin. In the same vase that's turned upside down on a the table, there's a hanging cross made out of two skewers bamboo skewers and I could literally move those objects just with my intent and focus on those objects. There's a specific mindset you have to have. There's certain things that you have to know about the world that we live in and it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It is true because it works. Maybe it's not true to some of you because you do not yet believe but just like the baby that was born in a dark room with perfect vision and never saw light until the second year when the door was open, he, that baby did not know and did not believe that the world is full of color. Once your mind is open to something, it is open to it forever. Which is why I tell people that are so quick to jump on opening their third eye, becoming quote unquote enlightened, to just be aware that once you open that eye, first of all, you know, which never opened that eye. Your third eye doesn't open unless you're Buddha or Shiva himself. It's not an actual eye that's open. You can be enlightened or woke. You can be woke without being enlightened. You know, you can be informed but not believe it. Somebody can know about Buddha but really it won't take effect. The actual opening of the third eye only happens to a person that is truly enlightened. Most of the time, 99% of the time I would say, it's not until we die and we remember and we go through our life and we see what we had to learn and we see that we might not have learned everything we needed to etc so reality constructs itself in front of you just like a video game based upon your perception of it so the keener or the more acute your perception of reality the more intricate that reality has to be for it to seem real. The more the matrix of the world has to work, the harder it has to make these patterns for you to recognize. Myself personally, when I come into a hotel room, the first thing I do, if I'm staying there for a week or so, I unpack my bag and I throw my clothes all over the place. Literally, throw them all over the place put some on the bed, put some on a chair, put some on the desk, because I cannot live in a state of perfect neatness. I will never have OCD. Actually, I think I have reverse OCD, and that I need to live in a state of somewhat disarray. Now, my house isn't dirty. There's no dirt, because I vacuum and I clean, and I dust, all that stuff. But there is a clutter of things. And there is no order to the clutter. It's just cluttered. Why do I do that? I have no idea. I've always been like that. I'm uncle- even when I cleaned my house and put everything away nice and neat, two days later I realized, holy sh! I don't do it again. Because I subconsciously live in this order of somewhat chaotic environment. Which is why I think if the reality had the reality to say, it would probably be somewhat annoyed. Because it's harder to keep up with somebody with a mindset like that. It's always trying to disprove or see the real behind the real. I urge you to look up the study about water. And I urge you to look for yourself if you are a scientist or have access to a microscope that's powerful enough to see a molecule of water to actually perform this experiment. And if you don't, and if you have a garage or even somewhere that has a roof over it, urge you to try the experiment with the rice but when you say these things to the rice and I know this is sounds funny when I'm saying it but once you realize what the study shows not only will it not be funny you're gonna have a long time picking up your jaw off the floor especially if it works I have no doubt that it worked for this man but then again I have no doubt that people have faked things on the internet before so the only way to do something right is to do it yourself. I urge you to try and see things differently. See the world in front of you not the same way you do every single day. Do you remember your 20s, if you're in your mid-30s right now? Do you remember your 20s? Do you remember what you did at 22, 23, 24, 25, 26? That's five years of your life.
1: Uh, Unless you had something
0: really, really crazy happen. And I've had crazy things happen that I don't remember until I'm reminded. Your brain works in that way. It deletes things to make room for other things, which is why you have to leave yourself clues so you don't forget who you are and you don't fall back into the same negative cycles that you used to have. Be like water, always change, have the ability to crash, and simultaneously flow. Always adapt to your environment, be it a cup, a bowl, an ocean, or a human body, but always remember where you came from, and more importantly, where you're going, because If this is really, really true, which I'm saying if, because all the skeptics out there, that reality does construct itself upon our perception, your mind can be programmed. And if you're not programming it, somebody else will, or is. So I urge you to take control by seeing different things, having perceptions you didn't have before. And the way to do that is simple live one day of your life lefty, if you're a righty and vice versa. As simple as that. Just doing things with your left hand first of all will activate that side of your brain because your left is responsible for your left and vice versa so much so that when your right hand crosses over the center of your body into the other side it is now controlled by the other side of your brain. And that's true. So if you lived one day as a lefty you would see a whole bunch of different things. Furthermore, your brain would experience a whole bunch of different things. And just pay attention. And then you will see how easy it is to change your perception daily, just like water. Happy thinking.